Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I mean, I have other Jet songs, but playing Joan Jet and then playing Jet wouldn't really apply here, but you get the point. Man, what a roller coaster. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. We are leaving on a jet plane. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I am doing extremely well. Wow. Okay. My mm-hmm. San Francisco undefeated San Francisco 49ers. I, I will I will give you flowers. There you go. Down sure. And they put a Molly Whopping on the Pittsburgh Stillers. <laughs> Molly Whopper. Is that a uh, Pittsburghian word? No. Molly Whopper? I don't think that one is. I've never heard that. Donner the Shore. Yeah, that's a Pittsburgh <laughs> one because they, they refuse to say Acre Shore. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I don't means. think they can either. You know what that means. But uh, shout out to shout out to Pete for now having to buy me half a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple drops out of that large can. Nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh yeah, I should have taken I should have taken the uh, the Niners. I had a very good week betting. Uh, other than you know, taking the uh, somebody did taking taking the bet on the Rogers throwing for two hundred forty nine yards, I might may or may not have lost that bet, but I did have the Jets at uh, at three and a half, so I'll take that one. Like, Zero of my football bets hit. Oh, fun! Yeah, good start. I had you. a couple, you know, parlay. Christian McCaffrey scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the stupid part of me didn't take Brandon Ayuk to score two touchdowns. I don't know why. But Not a good start. I, my Sunday, my Sunday was good because it started with the 49er win, mm-hmm. real statement win to begin the season, and then ended with <laughs> the complete destruction of ended, the New York team. Hang on, it gets better. Mm. It ended with me watching the destruction of the New York Football Giants. Right from. I love the music is playing in the background. <laughs> From the suite at MetLife Stadium. 
So that photo, <laughs> the, the photo that you sent in that group chat, you were actually. I was actually there. You were there. That was that was a that was a still shot of my view of the game. How did you pull that off? Well, you see, when you work at a building, you know people. You know some people. Good for you. And those some people might just, you know, happen to invite all of the doormen to go to the fucking football game. So nobody's watching the doors. <laughs> Where, no, 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 no. The summer guy was. <laughs> Sucker. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> poor guy. So listen, it was the first time I went. That's awesome. Fucking three years. It was great. And you just laugh all but the way. It's funny because having chicken he's fingers. Huge, he's, oh, man. They're eating chicken fingers and just laughing all the way. Chicken fingers, mott sticks. I wish I liked sushi because he did bring his own. Like, he brought platters of sushi. Love sushi. But I didn't. So I just had some shrimp and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. some mozzarella sticks, some mm-hmm. chicken fingers. Yeah, and a hot dog. It was great. Nice. And watching the drubbing of the Giants at 40 to nothing. Oh, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, listen, I was, me, there was an uh, one of the doormen that I work with is an Eagles fan. So we were both in the same uh, boat of... <laughs> Is it possible for both teams to lose? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> unless the ground, like, it was like the Dark Knight Rises and the ground just, like, Yeah, explodes. unless it looks like Heinz Field <laughs> in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises and, they, and the ground just opens up and swallows everybody whole. Yeah, sure. That'd be the way to do it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, God. with all that being said, I will never go to a football game that is not a 49er game in anything less. <laughs> Well, Just you... because I saw what all the Giants fans were going through, uh-huh. I went out for a smoke. <laughs> I went out for a smoke at halftime. Brother, three quarters of the stadium was on their way to their cars. They should because MetLife, uh, the, the parking lot there, MetLife is absolutely horrendous. So good. MetLife for... turned into Jerry World at the end. <sighs> Those are true. There were let's go Cowboys chants. I was going to say that just be Cowboys and the Giants fans who were like the diehards that wanted to see it all the way through. Like game one of, of game one of uh, seventeen, and we're we're down twenty six nothing at the half. Now, if that was at Levi Stadium and I was there, you bet your ass I'm staying till the goddamn whistle blows. Because I don't care. You boys look good this year. <laughs> Brock. Uh, we yeah yeah we look good so far so far. I, I game I, one. I'm <laughs> very far. hesitant. It, it's been a very long time for me, man. Okay, I have. They have not won a Super Bowl since I've been able to form words. <laughs> you saw, you you saw two, and you saw one of them live. The the most dominant, two of the most dominant teams in the NFL of Week One. One has to be one the Niners, the other the Cowboys. I know, and uh, I watched. I was there for well. No, I kind of left, like you know, before the two-minute warning of the fourth quarter. So I don't. I guess I didn't watch the full game. You didn't watch the full game. What a fraud! Hey, man. What a fraud! It was forty to nothing. You were there that long. Two-minute warning. What? You were there that long. What's another two minutes? Oh no, we just wanted to stay because everyone else had left, and it was legitimately just the doorman in the suite. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, free booze, free food. Could you? How could you not? Forty nothing for you. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Dude, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it was like. 33 to nothing or whatever the fuck it was and he just goes yeah we're gonna get out of here and we're like all right he's like you guys can stay do whatever you want mm. like, fuck yeah <laughs> this is great say less that's awesome for you okay so you had sunday at metlife and then back at metlife on monday what a what a shitty weekend for new york fans 
<laughs> Good God. The highs and lows of sports were all culminated on an amazing, amazing Monday Night Football intro where you couldn't, of all days, September 11th, for that for that game to play out that day and for Rodgers, who has embraced the entirety of all of New York, New York under his wing, caressed at his bosom, ran out with the American flag onto MetLife Stadium, and everybody lost their collective shit. I, I'm not really a Jet fan. Bro, neither am I. Not, neither am I. And that was like, this is amazing. The highest rated Monday Night Football for ESPN ever since they, since they moved it over in 2006. Highest rated. Be honest. Did you put on Raw for 20 minutes or 15 minutes and then immediately switch to the fucking Jet game like so, I did? So I host Trivia Mondays. So I was literally watching uh, both because <laughs> the, the managers, nice. managers are wrestling fans. So he puts their, uh, they Raw on some of the TVs. So I have Trivia on some of the TVs. I had the game on some of the TVs and Raw on some of the TVs. So I'm watching both. And seeing Rodgers run out with that flag, I literally I had to stop because I'm 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 posting with Lisa. I had to stop. Like she was still playing music. I'm like I can't just give it a second. <laughs> let, let the music play out because I'm watching this on TV happen. I remember looking down, hosting the game. I look up, and he's sitting on the floor. <laughs> oh, I, I watched the whole thing. I missed. I watched the whole story arc where he just stood I, there and he kind of like went to go take a, a yeah. step and he's like no nope. oh, i've seen and then yeah. he sees no one's coming and then he's like all right time to fucking ah. yeah, right back down yep i no, saw so ain't going anywhere going for a back while. going back i watched the whole thing i watched the whole thing play out and yeah he <laughs> for whatever second he thought it might have just been a, a sprain nope he sat right back down and they did not only the carry off but into the blue tent and then the cart came and you were like oh you know something's bad not the cart you know something's bad when the cart comes and so but the cart didn't get on the field no so that's a that that that's a start okay well that that, that was the because start of a good sign they well that didn't turn into a good sign um when the, the cart the cart made its way somewhere <laughs> and it was in his vicinity it and, picked him up uh, at the blue tent and so when it got it so got onto the field um, not in the main well, field. No. It got in the field. It's, it was still there. It was still a cart there. It <laughs> so was on the grass. Cart, I'm sorry. They couldn't Turf. walk him off. They got a cart, and you knew that was bad. And then reports coming out that he, they asked him the the one and only test for an Achilles tear. Stand on your tippy toes. Can you stand on your toes? Nope. That's that. And so my man, after four plays, zero completions, four plays in is done for the season with an Achilles tear. God, you, you can't write the worst scenario for a fan. <laughs> for for a team, first of all, forget the fans. For for a team that has anticipated since March 15th. March 15th was the day that he went on to Pat McAfee and he announced that he was l- looking into being a Jet. <laughs> I'm taking God my talents. Man. I'm taking my talents uh to New York. <laughs> And the the hype from there to uh, Hard Knocks to his his McAfee appearances to just playing into the entire role of this is a new Rodgers that he has left this team of uh, from Green Bay, the Packers of Green Bay, to make his way over to the New York Jets, and he was all in on this man. He was all in, and four plays in, season over, possibly. I'm knocking on wood, and hopefully not, because I would love to see him. He can't go out like this, but not career-ending, hopefully. 
Um, I won't read the full quote that he put on his Instagram. I will just read the last part, and mm -hmm. this gives you a semblance as to what's going to happen next season. Mm -hmm. The night is darkest before the dawn. Give me some dark night. And I shall it. rise yet again. I like some dark night uh, thrown in there. Very nice. <laughs> Oof. Goddamn. Yeah, man. Uh, you merely God. adopted the dog. <laughs> I was born in it. Born in it. <laughs> Molded by it. Uh, yeah. His quote uh, on that on that fifteenth, that glorious day of March fifteenth. But since Friday, my intention was to play for the New York Jets. It's the compensation that's holding things up. So that's when they were looking to get to uh, get the trade in. <sighs> man, oh fucking man! Can't make everyone it up. out can't there make it listening. Up, dude. You can't make it up. Just just go reach out to your Jet friends. Make sure they're doing okay. Console them. Make sure they're still alive. Yeah, because. They've had to go through over 50 years of this. And it continues on. Since the last time that they won a Super Bowl. So I I, I, I kind of understand. Not really, because mm -hmm. my teams win. Sorry. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I'll knock out wood. It me. really is. <laughs> Brock Purdy just oh, broke no, his no, hip. No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Quiet. La, 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 la. Can't hear you. Purdy's down and his leg is off his body. It's Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, man. Why would you do that? He's hopping along. Fuck. Hop along, Kevin. Fuck. Why'd I say that? God damn it. That was idiotic. Anyway. Um, yeah, just check on your Jet friends and uh, yes, yes. please pray that the 49ers fucking win this year because it really is going to impact my mental health for the next fucking, <laughs> until February at the very least. At the very God. Oh, just Terry Blay. All kinds of Terry Blay. Um, speaking of terrible, speaking of terrible things and, and, uh, things ending, Hey, or terrible people, depending on which side of the coin you look at. <laughs> oh, Philly, 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 man. Oh man. Um, we ain't talking about the Eagles. No, not the, we're talking about the Brooks, <laughs> the Philly Brooks. Um, yeah, the, it was the, we recorded on a Friday, uh, two weeks ago. It was that day. Um, was it a Friday? It was, I think. I'm sorry. It was. It was a Saturday. It was Thursday. We recorded. No, we recorded Friday because you were in Lake George, and then oh, uh, yeah, it was that weekend because they had the. It was either that Friday or Saturday because they had the video package with Tony Khan explaining to uh, to the fans that uh, of the release. Oh no! Because th wasn't that all out that Saturday? Oh, uh, it was Sunday. I'm sorry. All that was that Sunday. He was. Oh, he wasn't there. Yeah. So you're right. It was that week. Yeah. AEW wow. released CM Punk with cause for after physical altercation. So we haven't heard anything as far as uh, Jungle Boy, Mr. Jack Perry, as far as he's his, still suspended. He's still suspended. Indefinitely. There's no word as far as him coming back. But this guy for a second time wasn't fired the first time. He was basically suspended. Uh, second time now, fired with cause. And this is all after the the proof was out there. It's still out there somewhere. Somebody has this proof of Wembley cameras <laughs> and and the video of the two of them going at it. Um. So they, they, I wonder how it went. So I'm picturing. You want to know what I'm picturing in my head? So after you know, the whole thing with the glass and Crimea River. I think he went yeah. back after that match. He went backstage, and that's when 
Punkers. Was you know about the to... you know the image that popped in my head when I first heard about this. What's that? Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura, and I didn't like it. He charged him, and and Robin and uh, Nolan just got him in headlock and just punched him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jungle Boy charged him, and then Punk just got him in a headlock. Those are... probably didn't punch him, but just got him in a headlock and go fucking do sir. You know, just talked a whole bunch of shit. And they eventually just separated. That him. is reports that he basically choked him out. <laughs> um, but uh, you don't see uh, Jungle Boy getting fired. So uh, let's see here. The termination. This is uh, Tony Khan's words. Uh, termination follows a week-long internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW All In London, Sunday, August 27th. Uh, following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee. I want, I want to know who that committee uh, entails. Uh, Hangman Adam Page, <laughs> everybody that hates Bucks. Young Bucks, Omega, <laughs> and Ricky Starks in some in the corner of yeah. CM Punk. <laughs> I, I I think he's okay. Shut up. <laughs> you get no say. Uh, following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to AEW CEO Tony Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Uh. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan said, went on to say, Phil played an important role within AEW, and I thank you for his contributions. The termination of AEW contracts with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interests of many amazing people who make AEW possible every week, our talent staff, venue operators, many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world, end quote. <sighs> just can't, you just can't sometimes have nice things. And when you have those nice things, sometimes they got a little tarnish in the back that you don't see. And CM Punk had all the tarnish in the world. It was just like there he had his... Close-knit people that followed him. And as you saw when you, when you watched All Out. Yeah, the roster of AEW Saturday Night Collision. Yeah, that was pretty much it, which now... It's turned into the BCC show. <laughs> which now is is the the uh, the Raw SmackDown roster thing is done, just like Raw and SmackDown. Um, there is no brand split. And so because of CM Punk now, the wall has been lifted and everybody can just come on through. And uh, speaking of the aforementioned Ricky Starks, who was supposed to have that match with him at All Out, he did give him uh, his flowers uh, online and basically thanked him uh, for giving him the opportunity. But God, you think of that situation. We'll go back to CM Punk, obviously, but Ricky Starks, who is just getting the rocket ship attached to him and is basically the the the, the, the face. It wasn't CM Punk, basically the face of Collision. Yeah. Um, had to you know take a mulligan on that whole situation, and they they made the best of it. They they got you know Brian Danielson to to fill in that spot, and that match was a banger. Uh, the, I'd argue that match was better. Uh, it, it's better than the match that CM Punk and Ricky Starks would have had. Could have had. I I I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree with that. It's not what Chicago fans wanted to see. Um, and that's not what would would have probably drew drew more eyes. Chicago is, fans for having CM one Punk. of the longest drought in Major League Baseball history are very impatient wrestling fans. <sighs> okay. No, no, I had nothing. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you say so, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Man, is that what it's like to speak facts and everyone's <laughs> agree with you? Whew. I mean, 2016 you know, that, or 2015, there, there's that. 
But that's what I'm saying. That it was the uh, they, it's the longest in history. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if they won, that 108 years is the longest drought in history. Now it belongs to. But Cleveland. when it comes to wrestling, man, they're just like, I want it now. Give it to me now, and it has to be CM Punk. It can't be anybody else. <laughs> and and why has like, they still gotten fired again? Yeah, and then they still gets fired <laughs> because just by no uh, fire by association, I guess. Um, yeah. So so CM Punk is now gone, and what happens then after that? Uh, you know, all the talks of you know he before he got back with AEW, he was. Desperately pleading to try to get back to WWE, uh, you know. which is where that that photo that video came from of him in the parking lot with uh, Tamina at a Raw, I believe. Of all people, and then Tamina brought him inside, and then he was kindly asked to leave. To leave, <laughs> that's not embarrassing at all. Um, I, I really, I, I have no other, no other words. I, I, as a CM Punk fan, and who basically at Collision was one of very few. <laughs> to stand up and cheer for CM Punk. Um, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I didn't get the tickets, dude. We, we already went, went through this. I didn't. I did not get the tickets. Did you get the tickets for the Giants game? Hmm? Did you get the tickets for the Giants game? No, what was that? Exactly. I didn't hear you. Yeah, what did you say? Okay. Yeah, your, your microphone's on. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I, I, I loved CM Punk as far as a character. As far as a person, I he kind of seems like a piece of shit, <laughs> and I, I I can only go by what I've seen, and it's you know I, I don't know the character of the person, but I you know again we only know celebrities by what we see on TV and what we hear from other people, and if the majority of you don't like you, and you know some people might like you. That's all well and good, but you know overall for you to single handedly affect an entire business, just like <laughs> just like Rogers affected an entire team something has to be taken taken into consideration and that is firing this talent no matter how good and just like any relationship i may not may or may not be speaking from experience but the relations may be so good but she might be absolutely insane sometimes it's not worth it <laughs> sometimes it's not worth it yeah yeah i said it um wow so chris going scorched earth I, I, let me try to I let me try to steer the ship a little bit let me ask you a question please you being a what's the polite way to say this? Oh. A CM Punk mark. Sure. That could have been more polite, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, sure. You being a CM Punk mark, mm-hmm. would you and I am curious to know Rob and Stephanie's take on this. <laughs> okay. Would you want to see CM Punk back in the WWE? Is there anything that's attracting you? Any any rivalries? Any feuds? Any storylines that's attracting you to bring CM Punk back into the WWE? You know what? I was going to say no. Uh, I, I mean, I was going to say yes for for the intrigue of it all. Uh, I was going to say no as far as as matches go. But yes, you know what? I would love to see him in Seth Rollins. Him and Seth Rollins. And that's it. Um, him and Roman. Like the the Shield is the only one who has any sort of history. With CM Punk. Right. So it's him, it's Rollins, it's Roman, and it's Brock. Okay. And he's going to lose the best case scenario. He comes back. He wins one against Seth. He loses one against Seth. And then he loses one each against Brock. And then a year or two from now, he gets put into the Hall of Fame. That's the best case scenario. And I don't know that people are going to be so much intrigued you, as to see 
a, a younger Brock Lesnar beat up a, an old. I don't even know if that's true. I'm assuming Brock Lesnar is younger than CM Punk for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I'm not really. I'm not really too sure. Uh, he looks younger though. Uh, hold on. Hold so on, it turns out steroids, as opposed to not taking anything at all, so will make you seem a little younger. The Punkster is 44. Brock Lesnar is 46. Yeah, Brock's got. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I take yeah. it back. Take it all back. Take it all back. So is it like you're going to see him lose a whole bunch you, and then he might be a pariah backstage l- and you're really taking a chance How with that. little we forget. Literally his last uh, storyline, his last uh, uh, program program was with young Ricky Starks. He can, <clears throat> excuse me, he can do that for somebody else in WWE. He doesn't have to be like, doesn't have to go off to all, all the old heads. He can he can lift somebody up. He he did that. He did that for Ricky Starks. He he was if for nothing else. Okay, who? he was able to who? to promote other people. He did it for MJF. He did it for Ricky no, 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 Starks. No, 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 I'm not saying people who he did it for. Anybody? Who, would you want to see it in WWE? Okay, I mean, <laughs> to a lesser degree, you know, even though they're about the same age, LA Knight. Uh, give it to okay. uh, uh, Chad Gable. Give it to uh, you know Gunther. He'll have you know insane matches with him. He, there's there's a ton of people, dude. There's a ton of people that he could literally have matches with that would be great. It's just that pariah you know stigma that he has, and th- that is going to follow him for the rest of his days. There is yep. nobody, nobody. The the the, the storyline is uh, on Raw right now is that Jay is a pariah and nobody likes him. That's that's all storyline. In real life, <laughs> he gets into that back that backstage area, into that locker room, and he is a man on an island. That is just him and him alone. And so that's that's going to have to be trust built up. And it's funny, also, uh, when CM Punk was, remember way back when, when he said backstage? Um, oh, yeah. On Fox 1. and he, Just when you think you've yeah. got the answers, I change the, oh, fuck, I forgot what he said. He didn't say question. I changed the story or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> Try to rip off a Roddy Piper. Um, he with like one of the, the most uh, internet breaking uh, situations over there. They had to control him apparently. So according to mo- multiple reports, multiple reports, they had to control him backstage at Fox One on that show. And th- it's funny how oh, wait, all- you're talking about you're talking about the <clears throat> the show on Fox backstage, or as I like to call it, AEW Collision. <laughs> So everybody on, with the exception of Booker T, with the exception of Booker T, with the exception of Booker T, everybody is now AEW. That's that's hysterical. I didn't even think about that. That's right. So Soraya Page is now AEW. Renee is all over AEW, and of course Samoa Sam Punk, Joe, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, Adam Cole. And funny <laughs> enough, also I, I was I was going to mention that too. Samoa Joe, of all people, and especially having the the very last match with CM Punk in uh, AEW, uh, would literally. Be sitting on his ass right now, doing nothing. Instead of being one of the most dominant wrestlers and one of the yeah. best talkers and on the mic he ever, can get a, he can get away with talking about MJF's bris on live <laughs> television. On live TV. And, and who thought? Who would have thought that? Or who would have thunk it that MJF uh, would have been showing the door on the mic with uh, Samoa Joe? I'm listen. You bring up another man's bris. <sighs> I don't know that it takes fucking difficulty to come back from. Came on, came on. So here we are. <laughs> here we are with CM Punk gone and possibly forgotten that this is a, a another career that may be 
<laughs> out the door. Um, yeah. Gone too soon. Not <laughs> really. It was a good run. It was a, it was a good run. He, he, he left uh, too soon. He, he screwed himself up too soon. Um, this is what it is. You could have just shut up and said nothing. Although plain and simple, mm. plain and simple, mm. three words, punk screwed punk. <laughs> yes, Vince. <laughs> yes. Take it easy, man. Take, take, take it easy. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, uh, of Vince, his last day on Monday night. As it is officially the end of an era. It was the end of an era on Monday. The the Monday Night Raw was his last McMahon era show. And through all the ups and downs and the CM Punks of it all, he <laughs> the CM Punks and, and sexual allegations of it all, he came out uh you know buying his company from his pops for a mill, for a mill bucks. Came out of that nine bill rich, richer. That's a hell of an investment. Uh, 8.9 after the return on investment. Uh, okay. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Right. Yeah, sorry about that. My mistake. <laughs> Idiot. Come on, dude. We can't be putting out false information. Out come, on, come, come on, man. Uh, yeah. So, Vinnie Mac, no longer in charge. We have TKO, Endeavor, in on I in. just want to say thank you, Vince. I will say thank you, Vince, for... What you've created, even though he he kind of still is in charge, because I'm pretty sure he has a very high seat on the board of yes. TKO. Yeah, so he still has a very so. high seat. Um, Triple H does not, which very shady. But looking uh, five million dollars richer. Yeah, really, there's that. But um, yeah. So so no longer under Vince, and so the thank yous for everything that you've created. The no thank yous to what you created, because whew, there were more misses than hits. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Uh, yes, I will not say thank you for the gobbledy gooker or that uh, Hornswoggle is your son. Although that last one was pretty entertaining. Or about that. the anonymous GM, uh, which oh, happened to be the anonymous GM, which Jesus. happened to be uh, Hornswoggle, wasn't it? Stone Cold? No, Hornswoggle. Oh yeah, it was Hornswoggle. <laughs> it was Hornswoggle. I remember the rumors going around that it was Stone yeah. Cold and that he was coming back. Swoggle. Also, you know, no thank you for fucking up Stone Cold's Steve Austin's career, kind of. There's that. Um, <laughs> no, thank also, you. Also, thank you for helping out Stone Cold Steve Austin's career. <laughs> thank you for that. No, th- no, thank you for the no, thank you for the mid '90s and all the atrocities that you brought on, other than Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon and Bret Hart. Yeah, everything else sucked. Uh, no, thank Anything you for the from 1993 to 1995 ish. Five, late five. No, thank you for that. Uh, Thank you, not thanks to you, though, because you had to lean into it because you had no choice. You were getting your ass kicked. Thank you for the attitude era. Um, that you had no choice. Thank you, you for you, firing Vince Russo after the attitude era. Thank you for that. Um, thank you for for controlling Vince Russo, even though he was the brains behind the attitude era. Um, uh, what else? Thank you for... <sighs> No, thank you Thanks for, for John Cena. Thanks for John Cena. Uh, thank you for The Rock. Thank you for trying to, to make make the uh, COVID era as entertaining as you possibly could, given the circumstances. Dot, dot, dot. It absolutely sucked. Um, yes. What else? <laughs> Don't ever bring back the Thunderdome. Don't Please. ever bring back the Thunderdome. Although Pat McAfee, the Thunderdome is officially a Pat McAfee property. It, it is a vehicle of Pat McAfee. Thank you. Um, which, by the way, that show is actually really good on, on ESPN. <laughs> I'm glad that they, they, they were able to kind of take what they had and 
curb it slightly and and not take away his his freedoms that much. Go on. You know the investment that I've made into the Pat McAfee show over the past six years. I ha- it's not been from day one, I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. But it was within the first year of him starting that show. Mm-hmm. I remember listening, and never in a million years did I think that he would end up on fucking <laughs> on ESPN, ESPN with one of his guys doing an impression of Lou Holtz as a disclaimer saying, we might use a couple cuss words in this, because that's how people in the real world talk. It was fucking great, man. <laughs> it was so, I was working out at the gym, and I looked up, and Pat McAfee was on ESPN. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking hilariously awesome. And I did not know to this very second that that was supposed to be Lou Holtz. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, an, imp- an impersonation that, that's, that, is a, that, that makes him so much funnier. <laughs> His guy, Ty Schmidt, does fucking incredible impersonations. That is so much, it's makes so much, so much funnier. Uh, so CM Punk, we, har- we hardly knew thee. <laughs> and when we did, oof. <laughs> It was a, it was a love. Oh, also, a lot, lot of hate relationship. No, thank you for the CM Punk. The origins of the CM Punk fiasco. What was that? That was a little bit his fault too. How so? Well, it's because he kept on pushing him to go. Punk remained. Punk was working injured because Vince was making him fucking do oh. all the matches. Oh, yeah, I guess could have booked him better maybe he would have stayed you know what i mean true so thank you for pushing cm punk but you didn't do enough so no thank you for that <laughs> no thank you for that. <laughs> no thank you for that listen what it, we're trying to say politely vince is thank you <laughs> but yes but <laughs> uh, there's an asterisk sure there have been a couple things that we are not too happy about with you mm. and you know that already what about katie vick <laughs> what about trying what about almost what about almost marrying his daughter people forget about that little rumor going around <laughs> on television sorry on television okay in storyline it's still, still, still yeah. very weird hey babe uh <laughs> for having your daughter i don't know how many i can go through uh, having your daughter uh basically crucified on a cross by the undertaker until stone cold uh, rescued her uh um, yeah. Triple H uh drugging Stephanie McMahon and getting married to her in uh in Vegas. Oh yeah, the Vegas drive through. Vegas drive through. Um man, there were just so many there had to be more misses than hits. That's all I'm gonna say. And uh Yeah, but the hits though. The hits <laughs> the were great. Hits. The hits the were hits great. Hit. The hits hit. But damn those misses. <laughs> damn those misses. Dead. Those misses missed too. The misses missed. Uh, listen, if I can get Duke the Dumpster Drosy on my TV mid nineties, I know something's wrong. Um, when, then WCW had no, you had no idea that WCW was going to come in and just absolutely wipe their asses with you, <laughs> and, and yeah. you took it hard until you know everybody started piecing out, and you can't give those Pause. guaranteed you know, contracts, and then. And then Austin, <laughs> and Austin came, and you're saving grace, and Rock came, and everything kind of worked out in timing. But it was not looking good for a while there. There was uh, he will it- always be remembered. Oh, thank you for tearing both your quads because that was a fucking hilarious <laughs> clip to look back on the past 15 years or however long it's been. <laughs> you literally dictated rule while sitting on your ass looking up. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. There was that. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. So uh, good. 
Ruthless aggression. Thank you for that. I, I did. I did appreciate those years. Um, I did appreciate those words coming out of your mouth too. Ruthless aggression. aggression. Ah. Yeah. No, thank you to the XFL. Uh, no, thank you to. Hmm. Yeah, just uh, a lot of things from 08 on. <laughs> just terrible, terrible matches and shit. And that's how you shitty, know that I writing. truly love pro wrestling. And yet I was still there too. Because <laughs> No, but that's when I came back. <laughs> oh, you came back into the shit. <laughs> I was there that's for all of saying. it. I, I, Why do you think I pop so hard when Carlito fucking bites an apple on television? I go, oh, shit, he's doing he's it. Doing it. <laughs> he's doing the thing. He's doing the thing he does. <laughs> yeah, I was there for all. I, everybody's like, yeah, I took a break. And then I didn't take a break. <laughs> I, I went through it all. and I, I mean, did take a break. There were, there, were, there were weeks where I didn't watch, but I still knew what was going on. I come back and be like, yep, it's still shit. Yep, I, there was no break. <laughs> there was no break. Um, so, yeah. I also I, started out watching it pretty much like a soap opera. I would be like fast forwarding through the matches. And then if I see like a high spot, I'll play it and I go, all right, let's see what this is about. <laughs> and I'll just keep fast forwarding it. I was there for, uh, for all of mania where you had a, you know, seven and a half hour mania. Um, I was there till, till the very end at 1230 when Becky Lynch won that. Uh, yeah, I, I was there for it all for the good, the good, the bad and the ugly. And there were a lot of ugly, but thank you, Vince. And now we are on to. I can say bigger and better because we don't know yet, but we're on to new things. <laughs> in, in, now we have Ari Gold running the ship, and I'm really happy about that. We have an uh, entourage himself running oh, the ship. Lloyd! <laughs> it's fucking great. Well, there was some wrestling this past weekend. We shall we? Well, two weekends ago. <laughs> two weekends ago. Um, yes, yeah, so we had wrestling. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. More outside ring stuff. Uh, by the way, Edge. Oh. Uh, removed from internal uh, uh, roster from WWE. Uh, word is that, uh, he, yeah, so he's no longer listed on WWE's internal talent roster. Uh, WWE.com still lists him as an active performer, uh, but the Hall of Famer is now lo- no longer with the company, and uh, as the contract ex- expiration uh, date has surfaced, uh, speculation with WWE has him possibly joining AEW and uh, reuniting with Christian Cage, and I'm all for that. Quick sidebar. Did you watch Dynamite last night? I watched part of it. Did you see I know the Christian Cage part? I did. Okay. Yes. Did you hear what he said? Go on. He. I, yes. I forgot the exact verbiage, but he did say, my tag team partner. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard him refer to Luchasaurus as his tag team partner. No. Doesn't he refer to him as his right-handed destruction? Right. So, mm-hmm. ah, <laughs> want to make an impact? Yeah. You want to make an impact? You show up at fucking 8.03 on September 23rd. I'm sorry, September 20th. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, that, come on that Saturday. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. No, not Saturday. We won't be there. But, come, uh, come on that Saturday. See what happens. <laughs> wow! On, the, I, I get to pick any seat I want. Well, it could be Saturday. It could be Saturday. You never know. Collision. <laughs> They're not gonna be there Saturday. <laughs> you no, we're be, not gonna be there. You're not gonna. I mean, we're not gonna be there. You might be there <laughs> in, in a parking lot. Well, it's parking so easy. Uh, anyway, Edge was removed uh, from from the roster, and um, uh, you know that that match that he had with Sheamus, he's he can still go, and and I, you know, I have no problem with him. 
in AEW. I had no problem with him in WWE. I, I thought he was actually he still had it, you know, amongst the wrestlers that you know they bring back these Hall of Famers that have you know no reason being back in the ring. I'm looking at you, uh, uh, Lita. Um, but yeah, so you know. she has a reason now. You got to finish the story with fucking Trish. <laughs> Trish is going to carry that match. Uh, WrestleMania. Mania. So Edge is removed. Uh, Elias, reportedly no longer on the WWE contract. Ezekiel back on, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ringside News. And I believe I believe they just signed Elrod to a, <laughs> an NIL deal. <laughs> Ringside News exclusively reported in June that Elias is not being discussed. This applies to Ezekiel as well. So let me, let me put that out there, too. Oh, um, that's a shame. Uh, they also went on to exclusively report. I think, I don't know if I, I mentioned this before, but... Uh, Ringside News had reported before that, uh, yeah, Elias' name never mentioned, and at this point, no one asks because th- that brother angle killed his career. What? It seems that he's doing what he can do to refresh himself in every way possible, but it did not help. I wouldn't say killed his career; it killed the Elias gimmick, if anything. Uh, it killed. It's it, it was going nowhere because if Elias was coming back, Ezekiel got hurt. Elias was coming back, and that was it. And then. Nobody cared about Elias anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I just put him in Seattle and have him fucking talk shit on the Supersonics again. Everything will be all right. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, so Elias done. Um, yeah, we and then we did, we did have wrestling this week. Look at that. We had wrestling the last two weeks. Uh, so we had... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have more news. Speaking of uh, AEW this All just Out. In? <laughs> it's just in. All in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you see the, the video that Will Ospreay posted that apparently got deleted? Yes, I did. Okay, so Will Ospreay had a tattoo, got a tattoo because he was so honored of, of being a part of AEW All in London. That, that he, also nearly brought a tear to my eye. Like seeing the definition of the whole tattoo, like was, what it what it means and it symbolizes. It I was, was like, really that's deep. fucking amazing. It was awesome. It was For really, your first tattoo, that's absolutely amazing. Really deep. As <laughs> part of the tattoo, just to give uh, clarity here, as part of the tattoo, it showed attendance. It showed uh, number, and so now <laughs> it's one of the only things that isn't Roman numerals. <laughs> I have to laugh. Um, I'm waiting for you to drop it. So I the Brent Borough Council, the local authority of the London Borough of Brent in Greater London, England was asked for the official and accurate attendance in it uh, attendance figure for all in and they responded to say that AEW apparently tacked on around 10,000 fans AEW reported the paid attendance for 2023 all in a uh, all in pay-per-view London Wembley Stadium 81,035 fans which they claimed set a new world record for a paid attendance, as you said last week, a paid or two weeks ago, paid attendance wrestling event. That's when I asked you what the difference was between everything that's gone on with like manias and all that stuff and and uh uh an AEW with with all in. Brett Borough Council announced this. WrestleTix estimated the final count of distribu- distributed tickets for all in to be eighty three thousand. 131. According to a source mentioned by WrestleNomics, that's a thing, a typical AEW event typically sees a turnstile count that is about 80 to 90% of the paid attendance or tickets distributed. In this case, 72,000 
265 represents 89% of the 83,131. In response to a public records request about the attendance for all in, the Freedom of Information Office for the Brent Civic Center responded today. The actual numbers registered entering Wembley in the turnstiles was 72,265. This is reflective of what, what attended on the night and not the total number of tickets sold or no shows, etc. That's exactly my point. So there is a, there is a chance Good Lord. That, that the number is true. Because if the turnstile count is saying 73,000 or whatever, mm-hmm. that doesn't completely discount the 83,131 number. Because, oh, like he okay. said, it, it, you, have to, you have to take into account no-shows, people who are scalping that didn't get anyone to buy and they just have to eat it, people who are sick, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and say that they completely forged the numbers. Now is the better question. Did they give themselves a couple hundred extra to beat out WWE as far as paid attendance is concerned? That, that I'll have an argument with. Yeah, I think that's, but the, that's the, the whole tent that like it, the, the turnstile numbers is completely different from like you have to take that stuff into account when 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 doing a show like this 10,000 is a steep number I'm not lying about that mm-hmm. but I I don't think it exactly reflects how much paid distributed tickets like paid tickets versus distributed tickets I I <laughs> I, I, I because if you if you take into account all the wrestlers and everyone backstage and all that shit, right? Like there definitely was eighty three thousand people there. Well, I mean there weren't ten thousand people backstage. No, but that's what I'm saying. If you take into account those people and then you minus the people that were uh uh sick and no shows and all that shit, mm-hmm. I I say it it evens up. <laughs> anyway, all that to say is that uh Will Ospreay. You gotta cut me off sooner, man. I'll fucking keep going. I just want to see what you were going with that. I, 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 I was semi agreeing with you. Um, uh, Will Osprey went on to Twitter and then deleted it. In a recently deleted video, Will Osprey basically ranted <laughs> about the numbers being. You know off. what I had to tell my mom, bro. Ha ha ha. In it. <laughs> what did he think? Was was happening? What did he actually think? I mean, did he go and count every single person? Wouldn't you do that if you're gonna have something on your body for the rest of your life? Wouldn't you be like, let me make sure <laughs> that this is an actual thing? Like, you know, birth dates happen. You know that date. You know, if you have a, a loved one's birth date on there, you have something of significance on your body. You know that date for sure. How do you possibly know that number? Was for sure. You don't. No, you don't. That's not a real number. You know what is real? The flux capacitor. <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> the movie was real. The movie was real, douche. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, man, At least was, I know what I you, saw, you dude. You fucking me up for it. I, right. I, but I, it's still real. I mean, the movie's still real. <laughs> That's, that thing happened. <laughs> Listen, if you... If Batman's you not real. Skin, <laughs> if you cut through my skin, is there an actual American flag there? No. Yes, okay. yes, I but bleed. Cool. <laughs> yes, <laughs> 
Yeah, I bleed underneath there. I okay? bleed red. It's not fucking red, white, and blue. It is, well, it's yes. red. It's and red. A little bit of white. Actually. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> that's like me. Okay, that's like me putting the flux capacitor on my arm and then putting the 1984 on the bottom there. The movie came out in '85, so like you know, there's know the numbers is what I'm saying. I don't have anything on my body that doesn't like. Signif- but you could have put 1955. Uh, I see. I could have, but that would have that would have went with the tattoo. It's true. There's nothing factual on his arm is what I'm saying. Well, no, there other things are factual. The date, the coordinates, all the other stuff is factual. Okay. But just the number is a little off. <laughs> the actual attendance is kind of off. Anyway. Uh... Oh, it's so embarrassing. You got to go into the locker room for that. You know, fucking get a look at this guy. 83,000 people, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean 73? <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of attendance, <laughs> freaking all elite, man. Uh, last, uh, yeah, last night at Dynamite, um, it was an intimate affair to say the least in in Cincy, at Heritage Bank Center. Um, <laughs> you the, hoping that it's the same case at, at Dynamite next week so that we can get closer seats? You imagine? <laughs> Grand Slam would be great. Of twenty thousand people, there's only like ten. Uh, so apparently, they had same same deal. Uh, with tickets paid and distributed, they had about twenty three hundred uh, for all or all that number. Fifteen hundred fans were at tonight's dynamite, and the fan photo shows an entire half of an arena absolutely empty. And That's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't know it on camera though, because <laughs> the angles that they show, absolutely nobody um, at this AEW event. Uh, for, and they're for not. Pi- are, are, they have to be piping in noise at some point. That's. Uh, I guess it's the the mics underneath that that ring. Uh, uh, did you see these photos? Yes. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> abysmal. But then I also in my head, I I'm think I'm starting to become starting to become. I think I'm a AEW homer because in my head I just go, oh, that was that was hard camera. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our camera side. Yeah, come do? on, come on! You just show the ramp and you show the right side. I mean, look at I'm, I'm, yeah, sh- I'm sharing my screen, need. sharing my Jesus screen with you on, on sharing my screen with you on Zoom. The, look, look at the entirety. There's like maybe some people here. That one person. <laughs> that one section. There's the camera section, which is completely empty and nothing else. That one person in the section to the left. Yeah, one person here. It's either that or that's just a dot <laughs> on the a screen. Dot, maybe like a, a piece of paper on a on a on a, a seat. There's yeah. one person here. And that's it. And the entirety of the stadium is on the right side. <laughs> it's it's a fucking rib from Christian Cage. It goes reserved for Nick Wayne's dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Too much? Yeah, too much. Uh, Christian. Cage. Too much. Christian Cage. Very Go funny. ahead, boo me. <laughs> See if I fucking care. Wow, jeez. I work better as a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Uh, uh, okay. So with everything being said. Um, Let's talk really quick. <laughs> Let's go through the 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 pay per view slash premium live events that we missed uh, in the last two weeks. We had uh, let's, let's let's go through payback first since that was that was first. Um, oh God, first match of the night, absolutely the best match of the entire night. Um, yeah, which you know what, and I I have to do this because I poo-pooed and crapped all over this entire program because it wasn't really that good, to be honest with you. It went too long. Um, they could have had this match during SummerSlam, but 
needless to say, this was not only the match of the night, could be match as as Michael Cole said, match of the of the year with Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Absolutely amazing in the steel cage. Um and and <laughs> And the call for Michael Cole at the end, uh, I, I actually had to watch it a couple times because he she gives she gives the um, the manhandle slam at the end there off the top rope, and calls for the three and and just screams what a match and it was it really was it was su- such a such a good match and then the dynamic with Zoe Starks at the end, um, and then you know inevitably breaking that up and giving Trish the the time off that you know she did her time here you know and that's that's the the Hall of Fame way. <laughs> you do your time, do a couple months, and then you peace out. And she did her time. And this match, if you saw the if you saw the pictures on X that she tweeted, I'm just gonna go with Pat McAfee's uh, I'm tweeting on X. Um that yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I tweeted on X. I tweeted on X. Look at this tweet on X. On X. I, what are you gonna say? I, I X'd. Uh, she showed photos of herself, and she she banged up, especially when she was when Becky Lynch was just pounding her face into the into the metal, into the the grate of the uh, of the steel cage. Um, kudos to her, man, because she. What's really, more gruesome, <laughs> that or like a fucking blade job? I think a blade. I feel job. Like that might be that might be a little worse. Uh, the the black and blue on her forehead, on her forehead, yeah. Oh, it, it did look bad. Um. So yeah, so Becky Lynch with the win on that one, and everybody's moving on. Speaking of Becky Lynch moving on, congratulations to our new NXT champion, <laughs> Becky Lynch, who defeated Tiffany Stratton on uh, Tuesday's NXT, and that NXT, I'm all about ratings, uh, one of the higher rating, higher rated uh, NXT episodes uh, in recent memory, and this is you know, this is what, what they're going to have to do. Apparently, NXT is getting uh, rave reviews now. Um uh, with the inclusion of Dirty Dom and now with Becky Lynch and these these higher ups coming in to bring eyes to the product because uh, they, they need So what it. you're saying is these higher ups are kind of making it a viable third brand? Hmm. hmm. wonder if we could have had that two and a half years ago. It's a shame. Well, we did. <laughs> and it's a shame that we have to do this now. And I, I, I don't... I don't mind that you have to do what you have to do to make it a viable, a viable third brand because Triple H sees value in NXT. It's a shame that it had to go down this road because of your fucking 2.0 experiment, um, yeah. which which completely destroyed it. Now you, you're basically building this from the ground up again. And so everything that you, you had from, from the black and gold era, OG black and gold, I'm talking about like Seth Rollins being first champion, like that build up, you're having to do all over again. And so, no. Listen, you have you have the talent to do it. Carmelo Hayes is absolutely insane. Uh, Tiffany Stratton is is great um, for the women's division, and so they need to build on that. And I, I I'm assuming now because before it wasn't that good. Now we have these have these other names come in, North American champion, your women's champion, um, and it's 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 shown in the ratings. The ratings have actually gone up for for NXT on Tuesday nights. Speaking of Seth Rollins, with the win on Tuesday night. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are the first ever Grand Slam couple in the WWE. Congratulations. They have each won every single title. Congratulations on making that relationship work through fists. Kudos. Kudos to the two of them. Kudos. But we all know who's the man in that relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Be here (laughs) all night. Try the veal. Uh, LA Knight and Damiz La Knight. Um, 
And kudos to Lot yeah. Knight also on uh, on Friday night on the SmackDowns, uh, giving the nudge, giving the the, the poke to uh, Kevin oh. Nash. If I was a moron, I, see when I watched it live, I go, "I've heard that before." Mm. I, I don't know. It need, it need Where have I heard that? Yeah. And then the second I turned on my Twitter, I see Kevin Nash. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. The second I I, t- I tune into X, yes, I see. Kevin Nash is trending on X. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard like that. Terrible. It'll always be terrible. So yeah, I see Kevin Nash is trending on X, and I go, what "The fuck is Kevin?" I go, first of all, first thing when I whenever I see a wrestler mm-hmm. that was around when I was a child, mm-hmm. I go, "If they're trending, it's one of two things: they've said some cancelable shit, or they're dead." <laughs> but not in one case that I think that LA Knight was getting back at Kevin Nash. And it all makes sense. Because he went in on, on LA Knight <laughs> being being a oh, yeah. uh, Stone Cold ripoff. And he then retaliated on SmackDown. Saying, By ripping off him. <laughs> I came to play. <laughs> if I was a moron, I'd say look at that average adjective, but I'm not a moron. <laughs> so let's look at that verb. <laughs> Oofa. Nice. I, I, I'm always good for for good retaliation on the mic. This might be me thinking too much into it, mm. but in Kevin Nash's promo, he says, this is where the big boys play, right? Let's look at that adjective, play. Mm-hmm. Is Would that be an adverb? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm almost certain, see, in, in L.A. Knight's case, he's correct. He goes, let's look at this. I came to play. Mm-hmm. That is a verb, to play. So he was correct on that. To take part in... A describing action, correct? Play verb. So this is going to fucking Describe fifth it. grade ELA all over again. We use play as a verb. Huh? We use play as a verb. Sports, music, leisure activities, play verb okay now look at the definition of an adverb uh, it, it's i'm looking at it right now it's, it's, it's play used as a verb uh what type of word is play can be used as a verb or adverb it can be used as an adverb so play is an action verb yeah okay but in kevin nash's case it was an adverb because it was describing what the boys were doing yeah, play. Verb. Okay. <laughs> we, sp- <laughs> we spent two minutes on this, and uh, we've gotten nowhere. Anyway, uh, teachers. Come- yeah, Elliot, yeah, took a, <laughs> took a, took nice, a shot at Kevin Took Nash. a nice little shot at Kevin Nash. There you go. Uh, where are we here? So, yeah, Elliot Knight uh, with John Cena as uh, special guest referee. Uh, John Cena, Elliot Knight getting the win, and John Cena giving the, the rub <laughs> to Elliot Knight at the end there with the... Uh, the Rock, John Cena pose, you know, throw, throw fucking fear. John Cena's rubbing everyone nowadays. I'm sorry, pause, what? First of what? all, I'm sorry. Pause. Okay, but yeah, he's giving the rub to everyone. I'm sorry. He's just rubbing them off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. Uh, Rey Mysterio taking on Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. Um. Austin Theory and Grayson Waller is going to be an 
amazing annoying tag team. tag team. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. But it's like a younger two man power trip because they're like not at all the same person the way a normal tag team is. A town down under. I do like that. But get the shirt. Because <laughs> it's also down Pro- under is Australia. So it could be. Yo, look at you. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you are a genius in many ways. Good for you for getting that. Thank you. Thank you for explaining you. that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Judgment Day taking on. I don't uh, even know if they know that yet. That's the funny thing. <laughs> who knows that? The WWE. That fans <laughs> don't know that he's from Australia with that accent? No, 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 no. That they're, they're cord- uh, they're, that I'm correlating Australia with the A-Town. Because it's like they're just gonna think Atlanta, Australia town. Like yeah, a town rhymes with down. Un- Anna, and it. <laughs> no, that's, that's fucking that's Britain. Britain. That's Britain. You gotta go nar. Nar 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 Oh God, uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, defeating Austin Theory, and I guess Austin Theory needs this this uh, team up with Grayson Waller because that was just an abysmal in hindsight um just the, the whole run for austin theory and listen he's he's an amazing talent he's an amazing wrestler he can act he can really go he is terrible on a mic and he did nothing for that u.s title run that he had not to mention the fact that he had the freaking um money in the bank he did no, nothing with that either so the last couple of years for austin theory have not been the most stellar uh we shall see where uh team dananda goes uh, Judgment Day taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a Steel City street fight. Uh, whatever city you're in, just name it that city, and it's a street fight. For Hell the yeah. you mean just like this past Saturday at the Nassau Coliseum, where they had a Saturday night's main events. Long, no, no, no. I'm long, sorry. The main event of Saturday night's main event was was, was, a, was a Long Island street fight. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was Cody Rhodes. It was Cody Rhodes and. Finn Balor in a Long Island street fight. Of course it was. If I honestly, if I thought about it, the amount of Long Island street fights <laughs> that I've heard of or I've actually been to, I've been to Nassau Coliseum. I've seen at least two in my lifetime. Um, yeah, I've just seen I've just seen street fights on the streets of Long Island. <laughs> That's completely not, different. Those aren't sanctioned. <laughs> those. No, 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 not not sanctioned by any governing body or anything. Yeah, other, other than uh, you know, Brucey and. Uh, and Wally, Wally Walnuts over there. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Uh, Judgment Day, we have new champs <laughs> in, in Judgment Day, thanks to uh, Condom. Um, and and yeah. they have all the belts. Now they have all the belts. And Judgment Day being the face of, of freaking payback on their posters. I mean, I guess they, they were bound to win that. Um, yeah, I would have loved to go to payback so I could... Um... Let's see. How do I want to put this? Oh boy, I would have loved to get floor seats at Payback so I can sit on Rhea's face. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, hang on. I forgot to mention this That's earlier. That's not where I thought you were going, but okay. You remember the fucking things had all? They had the Judgment Day on them. What? The floor seats. Yeah. Oh, you sit on at Payback had the right. Judgment Day sitting. on them. But you'd also be sitting on Damian Priest and Finn Balor's face too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Do you- <laughs> 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 so you get to you get to choose which face you get to sit on. Oh, ooh, Dom, go right there. Yeah. <laughs> when Finn was talking to Dom, uh, when Finn was talking to Jay backstage on Monday night, uh, and he goes, "Damien's a fan, Dom's a fan." That's pretty good. 
Rhea's a fan. And as soon as he says that, he goes, for real? <laughs> Rhea's a fan, for real? For real? <laughs> Couldn't give a shit about any one of them. Jay is a national treasure. Uh, also a natural treasure. An international treasure. And then, you know, follow up by also um, Judgment Day uh, with Rhea Ripley, the aforementioned, uh, taking on Raquel Rodriguez. And after that match, it was a good match. Raquel and Rhea were, were, was a good match. Um, it was probably the, I don't know, at least my, my least favorite match of the night. Um, but Rhea retains, again, thanks to Dirty Dom. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we had the, the replay on Raw. Between the two of them, which is actually a better match, I thought, uh, with the exception of who came in to, to interrupt everything. The returning mm-hmm. Nia Jax. Yeah. And she's, my hole. My... <laughs> I actually have that remix. Um, yeah. She... I forgot you have that. She is back. You just said that to me. That's a good one. Yeah. Ready? You ready? whole shirt comes out i'm buying that shirt absolutely now there's one little snippet of a reference in there and i want to know if you know where it's from with nikki bella there's that little childish voice going i'm all jack uh no but you can say it i'm going to be like oh yeah ricky bobby's son in talladega nights the ballad of ricky bobby when he's with their grandfather and he goes chip I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew right now. <laughs> Good pull. Good pull. Uh, oh, yeah, God, so that's not... fucking great. I didn't recognize that the first time around. <laughs> it's always something to learn in that song. God, just cracking up and dancing the entire time. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> the, uh... I had to mute my mic. <laughs> I was fucking laughing that's... hard. That song, is, that song slaps. Uh, the return of Nia Jax means that... Um, Means what? <laughs> as far as, as far as her absolutely um, destroying and and her doing that that just sort of uh, bonsai splash onto Rhea, uh, Rhea Ripley. I thought she crushed her chest. Um, Does this tie into the bloodline? Oh, yeah. It should. It should. It should because, and you should set it up for. 
Survivor Series. War Games. War, war games. games. If they do War Games this year. I think they are. I think they are. But yeah, if you set that up, you get a five-on-five, four-on-four. Five-on-five because it's J.D. McDonough now. Yeah. But, setting that up with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Jay. Yeah, uh, no. Well, I was thinking because she's a heel. Right? Right. Nia Jax returned as a heel. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that Roman actually sent her. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Roman sent her to watch over Jay as J- as Jay's heater. <laughs> Silent heater. Silent <laughs> Give him the heater. Like Steph DeLander and Matt Cardona on the indies right now. Wow, look at you. Look at that pull. Yeah, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's full. Uh, and then <laughs> the main event with Seth Rollins taking on uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for the I say Nakamura Nakamura for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's your um, that's your Australian coming out. Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura Nakamura. Uh, I, I at some point I really do. Th- I mean, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I wouldn't be mad if Shinsuke got the belt at this point. Um, Me neither. That intro that he had, by the way, with that anime intro was absolutely insane. And this character that he has going on is probably his best character as a heel. He's been a heel before. Um, I love the promos that he cuts. I love that he's you know when he's speaking in Japanese and you, see, you get the subtitles there. Uh, you know, I, I love all that kind of shit. So you know, at some point, if if Seth is actually going to go on on the shelf, Seth on Seth on shelf. Then uh, Shinsuke can take that belt and and be a legit world heavyweight champion, and I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Yeah, absolutely, I'd be perfectly okay with it. Uh, we are on to I had payback Saturday. Let's go to All Out Sunday with all ninety matches. Uh, let's get through this. There was, there was thirteen matches in total, <laughs> including the uh, including the buy in. Uh, Adam Page. Uh, Eliminating Brian Cage to win the over-the-budget uh, charity battle royale. Uh, Hangman. Hangman. Uh, donating his money to the Chicago Teachers Fund, I believe. Uh, yes. So kudos to him. Uh, Hikaru, Hikaru Shida, Will Nightingale, and Sky Blue defeating Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante. I don't know if she was still even a thing. Um, acclaimed defeating uh, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal uh, for the six-man tag. Um, oh, don't forget the Dennis Rodman cameo. Oh, and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Wait, Dennis. Rodman. Oh, that was Collision. I'm sorry, that was Collision. Uh, no, he was no, he was there. He was he was on uh, All Out. He was. Yeah, he he got on the mic for Collision, and then he was he was in, in their corner for for the. Oh, match. it was both. Okay. Yes, he was. He was there for both. Uh, right. Better than you, Bebe. Open up the show, defeating the Dark Order. Uh, they are not, they are really dark now. I'm, I'm sad. I like it. I'm sad for that, but okay, sure. I still have that autograph right here. Uh. Oh, Reynolds and uh, Silver. Yeah, Reynolds and Silver. Hungy. Uh, Samo- <laughs> big <laughs> My favorite part of the beginning of the show was uh, Samoa Joe uh, taking on Shane Taylor and just the crowd in Chicago shouting out meat. Big men slapping man meat. Yes. But. Before we get to that. Sure. All. Okay, so it was this. This is where the shove happened. What's up? We haven't talked about the shove yet. Oh, the shove. Oh, right. I'm sorry. That's correct. Yes. The Samoa Joe shove. So after, yes, after MJF won, and he, he had the whole thing during this match where he, he hurt his neck. He got a stinger in his neck. They call, they they brought him backstage. Adam Cole was fighting for a good five minutes by himself against Dark Order. 
And then MJF did the heroic, you know, wrestler thing where he comes out. Everybody's told him, no, don't do it. He comes in, saves the day. They get the win. The ramp walk back up. Samoa Joe's music plays at the same time while they're walking up, and he gives the Samoa Joe took the champions, uh, uh, ch- champions advantage, advantage of wanting to be introduced first. I, lo- I love that. That's like the new explanation. <laughs> for... oh, I'm perfectly okay with it. Just explain it to me. Yeah, the why is this a thing? Right, explain it. Champions advantage. Got it. Champions choice. All right, fine. Came out, Samoa Joe did, and gave the very famous shove, WWE shove, to MJF. And if you know the backstory, MJF, as as he explained in his younger days, was uh, uh, security <laughs> in WWE. And Samoa Joe, while in his time in WWE, uh, basically went out, came out of the door, did like a Goldberg thing, came out of the dressing room and pushed him out of the way. and <laughs> just so happened to be MJF. And so call back to that with this and so they, they explained that also and that was when everyone knew that kid's gonna be world champion that, kid, <laughs> that shove <laughs> meant that kid's gonna be world champion uh big men slapping man meat samoa joe defeating shane taylor um i uh, love that the meat chant is becoming a thing yeah big boys like just two behemoths in the meat in the meat in, in the, the ring <laughs> <laughs> you want that meat <laughs> oh give, man give i can't meat. we're gonna get a meat chant going meat 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 thousand percent yeah at dynamite 20,000 strong well i mean <laughs> let's hope paid attendance let's hope for at least 15,000 <laughs> strong god oh it, it last year i don't know it dwindled from the first year it was when it was packed last year was kind of like okay it's eh, it's packed but it's not, it wasn't as packed hopefully this year we get back to uh i don't know before because i have i have questions about this new pay-per-view that they they're the wrestle dream yeah. That they're promoting. I have questions about that. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, Luchasaurus, the actual TNT champion with Christian Cage as the sub champ, whatever you want to call him, whatever. Um, absolutely. The friend dest- of the champ. The friend of the champ who holds the belt. Absolutely destroying Darby Allen. And I'm telling you, every, every, every match I watch him now, just specifically Darby Allen, every match I watch him in, I'm like, what move is going to break this guy's spine? Because he it just it's, unbelievable it, what he puts his body through. It, it, everybody puts their body through some shit, but he goes above and beyond, which is I appreciate the effort for my entertainment. But brother, you are going to be in a wheelchair in twenty years. <laughs> like this, everything that he does is just absolutely absurd. And you know the the that that one that one movie did he did a uh, it wasn't even a coffin drop it was like a, a flip splash. Luchasaurus was sitting on the chair outside the on the on the floor. And he completely missed Darby Allen missed Luchasaurus and hit his back on yeah. the floor. <laughs> it's, 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 well, I'm starting to think that Darby Allen just has that like genetic disposition where he cannot feel pain. If that's what it is, then so be it. Because <laughs> so, the just... shit that he, the first time that that ever popped into my head was when we were sitting on the floor at UBS, and he took that fu- he dove off the top of the ladder. Onto what was supposed to be Jeff Hardy sprawled out on a bunch of chairs, and it was just the chairs, <laughs> and it was just the chairs that he hit. Literally, just the a twenty-foot ladder onto chairs. It was nuts. He's that's when I that's when the thought first popped in my head. I go, oh, he might just not feel pain at all. Maybe that's it. But he's, he's going to feel when he can't walk. <laughs> it's sooner rather than later. Uh, Miro taking on uh, Willie Hobbs, um, and submitting more him. meat, more more man meat, and submitting him. Not not the story of the match though. The story of the match was when after Miro defeated him, he get, went in for the the uh, the Rocky, the Stallone Apollo Creed like 
handshake. Boom. I used I, I used that gif earlier today with the uh the, the white the white and black uh, muscle the arms and the biceps all coming in. They give they give each other that that handshake and the mirror. You mean our around. future picture for the Sons of Slam podcast? Yeah, that should be. <laughs> That should be it. <laughs> I got to define the, uh, got to define the muscle a little more. Um, oh yeah. Like mine's any better. <laughs> so Miro defeats powerhouse Hobbs, uh, after the handshake turns or kind of gives him like a little like gruff thing. Cause they, they push each other for a second there. turns around and then powerhouse Hobbs absolutely just murks him in the head, um, is beating him down. And then some music hits uh, on the Tron. It says, uh, what does it say? Hot and flexible. And who comes out, but the debut of Schwing Perry. Of <laughs> It's Lana. CJ Perry is now all elite. And they haven't said her name. They have not. They've not said any name when it comes to her. It's just Miro's hot flexible wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a thing. Uh the hot flexible wife has made her debut in all elite and uh as the storyline goes, Miro has forsaken her. And so he couldn't believe that she was there. He walked out of the ring saying, "No, you're not real." And then that was the end of that was the end of that. That person back there is not real. <laughs> was, oh man, that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> not real. You're not real. Uh, not real. See, damn it. Uh, Chris, Stat- <laughs> Chris Statlander taking on Ruby Soho, uh, and the champion retains. Statlander retains after a interference by. One of the best characters in all of wrestling right now, Tony Storm. And uh, she may have the greatest catchphrase I may have ever heard. Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoes. <laughs> and watch for the I, shoes. I marked out hard. I, I got to tell you, I, her and Renee, um, th- those segments. But you didn't, you didn't mark out hard, hard until after the shoe was thrown. Right. Because you go... The fuck is she talking about shoes? Oh my god, that was hilarious! That's fucking great. Renee's like, come on, shoe flying over her head. Also, the irony of her going tits out is hilarious. Yes, yes, but the whole that whole phrase, literally, put that on a t-shirt. Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoes. It is already on a t-shirt with a full portrait of Tony Storm on it. No, it's not. It says, "I swear to God, look at pro wrestling tees." It is on ProWrestlingTees.com right now. It says, There better be a shoe on a flying. Hits out and Tony Storm. There better be a shoe flying by. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, it's. No, it's just a portrait of her, like fucking Marilyn Monroe. There should be a a shoe, like, flying by. Yeah. But it doesn't say watch for the shoe. It just says chin up. It's like a. uh, It's basically an 8x10 of her picture, like her fucking new gimmick picture. Mm -hmm. That's just sign. It says chin up, tits out. Tony Storm. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. You're a liar. All right, we'll move on. I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll find this picture. <laughs> Please, fine, because I'm on pro wrestling tees right now, and it's not on there. I have to call you out because literally, I I would have bought it right now. But you, you. That's made, fine. You've made me disappointed. You made yourself out to be a liar. Oh wait, hold on. Oh shit! It's there. Never mind. Fuck. Oh, would you look at that? Fuck. Look at that. Chin up, tits out. There it is. With her. That is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's hot in the photo, but I would like to have seen a shoe <laughs> go flying. Yeah, absolutely. But that is very funny. Chin up, or at least out. finish the full catchphrase. Yeah. Watch for the shoe. Watch for the shoe. God, so funny. Um. 
in the uh, her and Juice Robinson are are probably the most like wild couple I've ever seen. Just, as far as wrestling is concerned, yes, that's absolutely insane. Uh, Brian Danison defeated Ricky Starks by uh, by submission since he just passed out from a from a choke from the uh, strap. Uh, Wouldn't that be a TKO then? Uh, technically, technically, it, yeah, it says technical submission. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got it. You're on it though. All right. Uh, also with uh, uh, Ricky, Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat getting out there and throwing some shots in on uh, on Big Bill. I thought that was very funny. Um, the whole way that Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat, did that, where he brought out the contract and he goes, see, everyone see what the contract says? It's a contract for Ricky Starks versus the Dragon. It says McMahon. <laughs> I, just, I just realized it is that. You see the contract? But it doesn't say Vince. It doesn't say Vince. I now own WCW. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, Ricky the Dragon with the dragon on the on the contract. But, of course, just say random dragon. It could be any dragon. It could be Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> it could have been Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon's going to be great. That would make absolutely no sense. No, it was the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And uh, he whipped the shit <laughs> out of Ricky Starks. Uh, they both got you know destroyed in this match. Brian Danielson uh, bleeding all over the place. I love that when he won the match, he's giving high fives to everybody. And there was a, <laughs> he he goes around high fiving everybody. And there was a girl in the back of the uh, the camera shot, and you see her whoever whatever guy she was next to. She's like, ew, <laughs> like you do not have a human's blood. Oh, that's not your own on you. <laughs> so that's 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 like I, I don't care how much you love him, you just there's still blood on you, <laughs> and it's not yours. And that's I, that's that, that insanely gross. But you know, kudos to uh, buying those seats up, up front. Uh, the BCC uh, taking on Eddie Kingston and Shibata, uh, and uh, BCC gets the win. Claudio and Eddie still going at it. We get uh, we'll get the, we'll get into the uh, Grand Slam card in a second here. But yeah, it's gonna it, it's gonna make me cry. I, I'm gonna be very happy when when he inevitably wins. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Kenosha Takeshita, and probably the, the hardest match of the fucking Wow, like, look at you, dude. I'm Bravo. Good. I'm good, dude. I, yes. Give me like two times to do it, and I'm all right. It's been fucking a year. Kenosha. Kenosha <laughs> see, now you can screw me. Kenosha Takeshita. He hasn't been around for a year. Relax. It's been like six months. <laughs> Calm down. Ever since Forbidden Door, I, I've I've been on the Takeshita bandwagon. I get it. And with Don, with Don with Don Calise, all right. I, I know how to pronounce. Ah, right. Yes, <laughs> no, yes. pronounce Don his name. Calise. Don Calise. Yo, hang on. <laughs> quick sidebar. Quick, quick sidebar. Uh, I was watching it, and uh, <laughs> my mom was helping me with some shit, and I was watching it on my phone. And Don Callis was cutting the promo in the ring on on uh, last night on Dynamite. Dynamite. And my mom turned to me, and I go, "What?" She goes, "Who's that talking right now?" I go, "What?" Don Callis. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, never mind. Yeah. Like, I go, who'd you think it was? She he's, goes, John Cena. I go, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's nice. Oh, That's God. wild. But, yeah. Hmm, so, Kanosuke Takeshita. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed each other. <laughs> they both actually murked each other. Um, but the alpha, the new alpha now, which I, I, I love Don Gallows. Takeshita gets the win on Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega which just... Means- Wrestle Dream, you're gonna have the Alpha, Kanosuke Takeshita, versus the Alpha, Chris Jericho. 
He's joking. I couldn't hit my cough button fast enough. He's joking. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, Alpha versus Alpha. Then it'll lead to Alpha versus Omega. Uh, the BCG. It's too many BCs. Bull Club Gold uh, taking on Young Bucks and FTR. And the, the <laughs> I, my only takeaway from this match, uh, it was a really good match. The dynamic of the Chicago crowd with FTR, excuse me, with the Young Bucks, and from the beginning went from absolute booze because of their relationship with CM Punk to the end of the match where they were being cheered. and Because of their relationship in the match with FTR. With FTR. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. As if I lived in Chicago and I wanted to represent and had you know love for my own in Chicago made punk, wouldn't you feel some sort of way being like, come on, dude, like there's got to be a better thing for us. Just swallow the pride for two seconds and now you're out of a job. You fucked us over and this whole pay-per-view was supposed to be centered around you and you're not here. So I'd feel some sort of way, a little jaded, if if I was a Chicagoian, that you know my guy is kind of fucked up here, but here's the young bucks are here and they're entertaining me. I don't know. That was, maybe, maybe that's just me. It's probably just me. Can't really correlate. Has there been a superstar from New York that's been that big? Is CM Punk like nobody claims New York like that? Damian Priest. Uh, no, I don't know. Not even. No, I mean I'm just kidding. But no, I, no. It's <laughs> honestly Eddie Kingston. Right now, it's it's Eddie Kingston and it's MJF on Long Island. Neither one of those in New York City, though. <laughs> Yonkers. Represent oh, sorry. Yonkers. There's one person. There's one person who claims New York. <laughs> Represent Yonkers. Yonkers. Hook. Y O. Yes. Hook, Hook from St. Mark's Place, New York. We've had two people so far represent Yonkers in wrestling. Tommy Not Dreamer. Not too bad to have either. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. There you go. And now you have a third person if Beulah McGillicuddy ever comes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think she's all right. Um, so, yeah. So, the FTR and Young Bucks get the loss uh, from Bull Club Gold, which that all that's just going to lead to. It should lead to uh, Grand Slam, the two of them, but whatever. Um, with FTR and Young Bucks. And then your main event for the AEW International Championship, uh, Orange Cassidy taking on John Moxley. And uh, I have to refer back to the the meme that Pete sent, shout out to Pete, uh, in the group, that uh, the, what was it? It was the, the most, the MVP of AEW right now, or whatever that, that, that meme was. I forgot. There's a lot. There's, there's, <laughs> there's always a lot. There's always a lot. Um, yeah, I wish I, I wish I had that on me. That would have been great. Uh, yeah. So anyway, who is the best signing in AEW history? Uh, Punk. That was it. Yes, who was the biggest, the biggest signing in AEW history. Sorry, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Punk, Moxley, Brian, or Jericho? I'd argue Jericho was not a signing. Jericho was there from day one. Like he was there conceptually. Okay. It's all, I mean, so you're getting literal, but yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we've been doing a, almost 190 episodes. You haven't figured me out by now. It's Moxley. Uh, yes. For me, it's Moxley. Oh my God, because we... he's been 
able to draw consistently the entire time, regardless of if he has a championship or he doesn't. And Brian, Brian latched his coattails. This is very, all due respect to the great Brian Danielson. But Brian, when he came into AEW, he eventually just latched on to what Moxley was doing and went on along with him. Right. Worst signing in AEW history. TM Punk. Interesting. Okay. Relatively speaking. I, 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 you know, I have to agree. Going power, if you want to go on that, then no, absolutely not. It's not. But as far as history and what, what is yeah, come I'm from I'm talking it. about consistently being able to draw, being in the main event and all that stuff. John Moxley. And not have backstage issues. John Moxley. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, he won. <laughs> he is now your new. <laughs> he is now your new AEW International Champion. I didn't um, know which way that was going. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Um, just, just the no point. meaning the match. I oh, didn't know which oh, way the match. Oh, was right, no, the match. Yeah, the match either. I didn't know where it was going either. And uh, I, I feel like, and, and also <laughs> shout out to Pete. He he let his feelings be known as far as his disapproval of Moxley winning the belt. And I have to unfortunately disagree. I feel like I do too. I feel like now. He made this belt. Cassidy single-handedly made this belt. Moxley will take it and do whatever he does with it because he's Moxley. But Orange Cassidy now is in a better position having lost this match than he was before yes. because he will now go on to a higher tier matches for the belts, for the belt. And you can legit put him in a, in a situation where whoever's going to take it off MJF will be a heel. And then here comes Orange Cassidy, and so we're we're still we're still months away from that. Like you know, it's it's not something that's going to happen relatively soon, but yeah. this this had to happen. John Moxley, John Moxley was a transitional champion. Is I'm sorry, is a transitional champion in between Orange Cassidy and whoever they feel is the next person to carry that belt. You're not going to have a better person to make someone over. Yeah, the match was very simple. It was going over versus getting over. Mm -hmm. John Moxley went over in that match. Everyone knows he won. Orange Cassidy got over in that match. Yeah, which he did. Did Orange Orange Cassidy was already crazy over as it is. Right, but he took that next step into being the main event. Now, granted, he lost in the main event, but he showed everybody that he could play in the main event. Yeah, and that was the biggest takeaway from it, regardless of the title. He was uh, Orange Cassidy wasn't even the first international champion. People forget, Pack was <laughs> for a very short. So time. Moxley holding it now for let's say a couple months, maybe even into the new year or whatever, and then dropping it after, or even full gear in November, he could drop it then. You just have to find someone who's going to be able to take it. My opinion, Ricky Starks. I say Ricky gets into he's going to finish this feud with Brian and then that'll lead to Ricky going after the international championship. And it also Big Bill mm-hmm. which shout out Big Bill, another person who claims Queens, shout out. Mm-hmm. Went to a rival high school of mine. Okay. Uh kind of not really. <laughs> you you're fine with letting it go. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> um Big Bill, the seeds are already planted there because Big Bill had that championship match against Moxley mm-hmm. 
uh, last night. And then Brian interfered, and then that'll lead to a tag match, and then that'll eventually lead to Ricky Starks challenging Moxley for the belt. And Ricky, I say Ricky Starks at full gear. I am Wrestle Dream, maybe I, that's too soon. I'm all for building up because at least there's story here. <laughs> at least we have something being built on on story, not these matches that we had in All in All Out. Which, by the way, I, I, I don't know. Even with All I said with All In, it wasn't really a, a bad match. All Out. I can't really say that there was a bad match in, in this entire lineup here as I, as I look on the, the card. Um, even with the over-budget charity Battle Royale, it's, you know, it was as, as cheesy as that was. It was still entertaining. you know. Um, yeah, even with all these matches just thrown together, other than with the exception of maybe Luchasaurus and Darby Allin, um, everything else here, Ricky Starks and Brian Anderson literally happened the day before. Um, yeah. And then Claudio and Eddie. That's that's being built up too, and and uh, you know the, the, get these stories going, like you know, get get storylines happening here, so that we're more invested in it. That way, come to Grand Slam, come to Wrestle Dream, <laughs> uh, we'll have something as far as you know en- entertaining storylines that we can kind of get behind. Um, yeah. Speaking of Grand Slam, uh, the card so far, we still have uh, oh, it's six days from from today. We have uh, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus taking on Darby Allen and Sting. Uh, it's Sting. John Moxley taking on Ray Phoenix for the international championship for the IC belt. <laughs> uh, Claudio Castagnoli, your world uh, heavyweight champion of Ring of Honor, taking on Eddie Kingston, your strong open weight champion. This Japan. will this will give me goosebumps when he wins that. I'm the place will go absolutely nuts. Uh, oh my god. Absolutely. Fucking nuts. blow the roof off the off the place. Uh <laughs> the fake roof. Uh Chris no, Jericho. There's, there's, there's an actual roof there. No, there's a roof there, I know. But yeah, they take it off. Uh Jericho taking on Sammy Guevara. Uh first time ever. First time ever. Uh the shoe, Tony Storm taking on Soraya for the championship, for the women's world championship. And now I feel like I feel like Soraya will will win. But give the belt for the third time to Tony Storm with this character, I'd be okay with it. Now I'm okay with I'd it. Tony, okay with Tony Storm in the last two iterations, the first time was the interim, that stupid t- you know, moniker that they put on everybody, the interim champion, which they'll never do again. And then the second time, yeah. she it w- wasn't really a, a run because Tony Storm was just Tony Storm. But now with this character, I think it would be absolutely great. Um, what if Thunder Rosa comes back? And does the whole uh, CM Punk real championship type thing? <laughs> I never lost my championship. Yeah, it went over so well the first time. Um, Did she? Right? She she didn't. She, she didn't lose it. Tony Storm was named interim. Right. And then it went downhill after that. And then it went all downhill. Yeah, no, it did. No, she never lost it. Main event for the AEW World Championship: uh, Samoa Joe taking on MJF. And that is your card. I have six matches, not including anything else that they'll add on, and then not including Grand Slam Rampage <laughs> for the whole uh, That's two, a two hour rampage for two hours. Yeah, so I will be sitting. Oh. I will be sitting in my car. Don't don't. I'm telling you guys right now from from parking lot to seats. Do not have me walk in early. I will. You guys can go. <laughs> I'm not walking. In. I'm literally sitting there for five hours of wrestling. Don't tell me I have to sit there for like you know get in. I'll get in like seven thirty. That's fine. Don't don't get don't come to the parking lot. And be like all right, guys, let's go. And it's six thirty. Like no, cut the shit. Let's just relax because <laughs> it's we're in no rush. It's five hours of fucking wrestling. We'll be all right. 
Yeah, we got to be there for when the live action starts. Okay. That's what you said. We get in by 7.30, 7.45, find our seats, luxuriate in the space that we now have in our new seats, yeah. and uh, and take it all in. It'll be it'll be great. And Listen, yes, and yes, I'm not the sound, lie. And yes, the sound is great. Yes, go ahead. If we split it up between all of us, we got a bunch of wrestling fan, friends who would be willing to throw down on this, I think. The suite at Arthur Ashe Stadium is not that bad. <laughs> It's not terribly expensive, man. All right, make it happen, dude. Next time. Next year. I mean, it's too late now. Next year. Next year, yeah. We still need to get like 20 people. <laughs> yeah, like 20 people. Like 100, what is it, 150, 200 bucks each? Yeah, 20 people, 200 bucks each. All right. <laughs> make it happen. Uh, let's see here. So what are we looking at? That was really it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that was everything. That was everything. Uh, again, sh- uh, shout out to Becky Lynch for winning the championship. I had that here. Uh, ratings for that went up. Uh, all out, we talked about. Uh... Oh, you know, <laughs> my final thing. As I always appreciate watching Wrestling Wild just a little high. Oh, this yes. week's, or la- this last two weeks, Wrestling Bites. Ba-da-bum. I have I have to come up with a uh, uh, uh a sounder for this. Um, so while high, I came up with these notes. Uh, Pete Dunn is better than this. Uh, Pete Dunn is, but Butch. But Butch, Pete Dunn is better than Butch, and he's better than this. He he should be better than being on some match on Raw. Um, the flip flop with Jimmy Uso is now jumping the shark. He's now trying yeah. to get trying to get back into the bloodline. The whole thing with him getting out of the bloodline, you, you jumped a shark with bloodline, and now you've, you're. You're losing me here. Um, I'm sad, Seth Rollins. <laughs> God, I'm I crack myself up sober when I'm when I'm high. I'm sad, Seth Rollins had to brutally murder Cookie Monster for that coat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just death. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was death. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. See notes about Pete Dunn. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I put fucking. I love this segment so much. <laughs> I put fucking Chad Gable. He, he he's that boy's good. <laughs> he's really good, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he's he's as over as he is now. Um, yeah, all of Alpha Academy and th- that whole segment too. I, th- even with the whole Tommaso Ciampa being mid card and whatever he is, and he deserves to have more than this. That whole last segment that he had with Imperium and the way that he you know, they ended that match with the two of them yeah. like facing each other and the, the tap out that was. That was brilliant. I, I loved it. Uh, and Chad Gable is is probably my new favorite wrestler. Uh, as I mentioned before, Michael Cole, the call on Becky Lynch match, <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> I just I, I I love his excitement for that match. Uh, John Cena, greatest of all time? Three question marks. <laughs> as per the announcement on Payback, uh, thoughts? Greatest of all time. I like, like they, the they, way that Michael Cole put it. But they're, they're putting that moniker. They're announcing him as greatest of all time. But Michael Cole didn't. Michael Cole said some would argue this person to be the greatest of all time. Right. Which I have no problem with. I'll hear out an argument for John Cena being the greatest of all time. Drawing power, longevity, all of it. Flat out calling him the greatest of all time. I don't think I can get behind. No. I mean, hell, yeah, Vince McMahon during Vince McMahon at the Hall of Fame 
that he was inducting this certain guy said he was the greatest wrestler of all time, and that wrestler was Stone Cold. And as far as honestly, as far as Matt, 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 good God, let me try this again. As far as Matt, Jamie, edit technician. <laughs> as far as being able to actually wrestle, one out of ten for both of them. <laughs> the two oh, of yeah. them still better than Hulk Hogan. So way better than than Hogan, but uh, yeah, yeah. by by a notch. <laughs> it's really not that 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 much better. Legit, why LA Knight is so over right now? It's he can wrestle. It's because he's one of the best to do it on the mic in the last maybe ten years, <laughs> and so that's why he's so over. Greatest of all time, entertainment wise, I I agree. As far as overall, again, like like you said, uh, I'm not. I can't really get behind that. Um, <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho is a tinge of green that she looks like Elphaba from Wicked. <laughs> she, I don't know what it was during her match. Like she just looked green. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And if you if you're a Broadway head and you get the reference, Rob, uh, then then there you go. Um, love the final countdown for Brian Rob and and and, and uh, Stephanie, uh, and that's that's, it, really. that's really it. Um, yeah, she was the Wicked Witch in, in Wicked. If you didn't get that alphabet reference, uh, love the final countdown for Brian Danielson. I love that that was his his theme song. That was the last pay per view too. Yeah, and then right in the same exact segment with Brian Danielson, you had um, my last wrestle bite. Uh, um, Excalibur announced. That they are selling tickets starting September 8th, which is already passed, for Wrestle Dream happening October 1st. What? Please explain this to me. I said, what, what's with the sale date for Wrestle Dream being sold September 8th for an October 1st event? Yeah, I have no idea. Literally, it's less than a month. Yeah, and it's also what? Why is this being thrown together ten, so quickly like this? What is it, 10 days after, after Grand Slam too? You're going to put on this huge show yeah. of Grand Slam, and then you're going to freaking go and turn it around into a pay-per-view? What are we... What? I feel like it's just all based off of trying to get a match between Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. That's that's the whole reason? I'm not mad at it. Uh, okay, that's fine, but really? Uh, uh, I don't, it, just, it seems like way too soon. It seems fast. I do agree very, with that. Very fast. <laughs> it's just very fast to, to have a turnover of tickets. Tic- that tickets went on. Today's the 14th. So tickets went on sale, if my math is correct, last Friday. So mm-hmm. six days ago, they went on sale for an event that's happening to 14, 15, 16, 17 days from today. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have at it. You you were promoting you were promoting uh, last night's dynamite in Cincinnati for weeks now. I'm assuming to you only promote, have you've been promoting only have Grand 50, Slam for a month, for, right? But to only have 1,500 people at Cincinnati, and now you're expecting to fill up for Russell Dream. Okay, Seattle. All right, have Seattle's in, in a, a big fucking wrestling town. Have it. Then let's have at it. Let's let's see where it goes. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get Sorry. had to get the evil laugh in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was my best impersonation of the uh the million dollar man. And with that, uh <laughs> uh what's what is happening here? Um Grand Slam next week. We have uh football tonight. 
Minnesota oh, taking yes. on Philadelphia. Uh, I have the Eagles at uh, – oh, the, the line went down from seven to six. Son of a bitch. I still have the Eagles at seven. Um, uh, seven and a half or seven? Seven. I have them at seven. Your, your boys taking on the La Rams. Oh, yeah. In La. And you know what it is? It's a red out, baby. Teams are wearing their home reds in Los Angeles. Let's go. It's going to be a fucking sea of red in SoFi Stadium. And the, I can't fucking wait to watch. Taking the Rams at eight? Are you crazy? That's a no? No. Really? The Niners were two and a half point favorites. That line went up. <laughs> went up against the Steelers, I think. That's that's before they knew what the Niners were, which is why it's at eight now. The line opened up. Yeah, eight. exactly. I'm perfectly okay with it. Okay, that's what I'm asking. If you're gonna take the Ram- the the Rams, oh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay, uh, and then they we even I don't talk- want to talk. About Last thing I'm going to mention: the Giants, <laughs> the, the Giant, uh, absolutely getting destroyed by the Cowboys, forty nothing, and taking on the worst team in in football uh, in the Cardinals this Sunday, and hopefully that'll be the one win that they get uh, all season. I need them to win that game. Why? Because the Cardinals are division rivals. Oh, there you go. Giants. So, Giants I'm rooting for the Giants on Sunday. Giants favorite at five and a half. That is sports talk. And five that, and a half, though. Yeah, <sighs> I know. I know. I don't know if I'm taking that. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a uh, coming off a week that couldn't even score a single point. That might be a uh, Giants money line in a parlay type of gimmick. Mm. <laughs> okay. And that is that. Anything else, sir, before we head on out? I'm all done, buddy. See what happens. There's a lot to get through. We miss, we miss a week. There's a lot to catch up on. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the, the end of the show. Please tell your friends about us. Sons of Slam on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Guy, it's been fun. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Good luck to your Niners. Have a good week. Good luck to your CM Punk as well. I don't know what football team you root for. You a Giant fan? I'm a Giant and Bills fan. You ain't a football fan. Go my, Niners, my dad. Baby. My dad's from Buffalo. My dad was from Buffalo. All right, so you're a Bill, so you're a Bills fan. Just say that. I'm a Giants fan. You're a Bills fan, but you root for the Giants because they're the New York team. That's correct. Just just stick to you root for the only New York team. That's okay. I respect that. The Bills. Yeah, that's fine. I got it. I'm good. The only New York team. All right, and I root for the other Jersey team. I root for the other other Jersey team, which is why Monday hurt a little bit. Mm. I'm sorry for you. A little bit. With all that being said, go Niners, baby. The Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>